You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. Cash to take it back with you guys. It is the Tuesday tailgate. You know the drill. We're going to run down the recap. We are going to do some power rank, and we are going to redo every game, every high, every low. All you need to do is kick back, relax, rate, review, subscribe. We need the reviews. Why? Because those are the rules of engagement. I didn't make the rules, but we need more five-star reviews. We're on a drive to 2,500 on Apple. Write whatever the hell you want. Just drop the five stars. We'll make it a part of the mailbag as well. Cash the ticket podcast, gmail.com. You've also got the YouTube. Like, subscribe to the videos. Don't even care if you watch them. The point is, we're growing this thing. It's crushing. We need you guys along for the ride. If that's the one thing I ask you to do, along with handing you straight bangers, I mean, we're crushing. Um, I think that's a pretty fair deal. Jim Costa to my left, fully infused with all the MSG and sodium that Chinese food can provide. We are now on day, what, what is this now? Day four, four of Chinese food. Have you eaten Chinese food today again? Uh, yes, I've already had some today. Okay, I just want to make you this You did the clear. house rice, so it's got all like the you know chicken and you shrimp everything and everything. Going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the people who missed the Monday, the Monday mailbag, you should go back and listen to it. But Jim and I had a bit of a Chinese food fiesta for Saturday night's card. We had a live show up in East Lansing. And I told Jim, I said, I'll order it. Bottom line is you're taking this up out of the house. There are no Chinese leftovers in my house. It is not happening. You got to get them up out of here. So we gave Jim what we call the magic A-roll box. And Jim had it. Jim's wife's out of town. It's food for a year. It's, it's a lot of food. It's obscene amount of food. It's a lot of food. But Jim, much like a church mouse, has been nibbling off of it now for four days. <sighs> Will you I and your wife? more than nibble to get through all of it. Will I you get, and your wife dine on Chinese food tonight? Potentially. I mean. Oh, my God. Evan. She's not back tonight, but. She's back tomorrow? Yes. So I have another, another dinner's worth bachelor of- night. Oh, boy. I got, what does I've eaten so much fr- of it. I'm like, I need to mix in like an apple or something <laughs> just to like cleanse the palate. Like, does anybody have a like a blueberry or something? <laughs> Jim's dinner tonight's a banana. Yeah, right. Uh, but no, we are ready to roll. So let, let's get in because we have a number of things to do. Recap Saturday, Sunday. You've got a power stat. Mm-hmm. That's a li- it's, it is. It's a little bit self-congratulatory, but it's good. <laughs> We've got the power rank of sweet treats for desserts and a life changer I'm going to offer the people. And I have the potential to move money around. I will explain what it means. So let's dive in. Let's start record recap, Mike. You went 4 and 2 in the NFL. You are 25 and 16 in the National Football League. It's pretty good, man. 5 and 5 in college, but on the season 41 and 25. If you're down week, is five and five. You're living right. And we were on the razor's edge. 
it will be very hard to convince me I shouldn't have gone at least six and four, but you know what? Wah, call the ambulance. I just, we will get into it in our game recaps. I'm less than happy with a certain official. NFL for me, five and two. I'm and I was petrified of betting I know, this week. I know, but we did it right. I think the, the regret when we get to Sunday is that I cut the Eagles from the card. The Eagles should have been my five and two and probably your six and two. But five and two and you're 26 and 19 on the year. You, you, you are now, look, it's taken you a couple of big weeks, uh-huh. but you've grinded your way back to legitimate profitability, which is really fucking hard to do. And in college, five and six. That's, again, the down week, one game under. Okay. But for the year, 12 over, 48 and 36. Evan, I just want to make a statement. You are the executive producer of this podcast. By the way, shout out to Evan Jenkins. He's got the poops. Not feeling real well. The man's doing doing a Lunchable today. If you were eating the way Costa's eating, you'd be needing to do this from a bedpan live. Uh, But Evan's fighting through it. He was a game time decision. He's here. If you hear some pitter-pattering out during the pod, you're going to know what Evan's doing and where he's going. But Evan, can the record show this nut next to me? We are now, what week are we in college football? Week nine. You've played 18 more games than me. Extra couple a week. 18 Keep more. Keep up. By the end of the year, do you think it's plausible that through the NFL, which, by the way, you've played... Four more, more games. Yeah. 18, 22 more games than me right here, right now. By the end of the year. 50 you, more plays. That's what I was going to say. Do you think you will have played 50 more games? I may send you some from the Dominican just so we can keep <laughs> keep the pace going. I'm happy to do that okay, for you. Yeah. That's not illegal, is it? Uh, I don't know. Well, <laughs> well if sign stealing's not, I guess that should be. <laughs> Call Captain Stallions. All right. Okay. The records are the records. And look, the NFL, I'm not going to lie to you. We're very proud of it. I know college betting's not for everybody. Jim and I both love college football and love betting it. The NFL is where most sports betting pods live, reside. It's your moneymaker. I'm very proud of the fact, no matter what way you slice the numbers, we're doing a damn good job with it. We try. We put the work in. We want to be good for you guys. And it's honest. It's real. There's no hiding. There's no padding of it. There's no games with units and bullshit. It's just, it is what it is, and we hope you get something out of it. That's all. The stat. That is very, like, self-congratulatory, but but it it also is, like, the ethos of this podcast. We did well in the NFL this week. You know who didn't? The public. Correct. And it wasn't slightly a bad week for the public. 0-8 on teams with 70% of the bets or more. 0-8. Brad and Chad had to call mom and dad and get them to pay the Amex bill. They corrupted themselves at the sports book. The Bills, biggest public team of the week, 84%. We were on the Pats. Boom, Bills lose outright. 78% of the public was on the Raiders. We told you if we bet it, it'd be the Bears. Bears win outright. 77% on the Bucks laying three. Fuck you, Baker Mayfield. I was a sucker on this one. Atlanta wins outright. 74% on the Niners. The Vikings win outright. Guys, you had a money line parlay of Pats, Bears, Falcons, Vikings. You're retiring. (laughs) The point is 74% on the Browns. Well, the Browns won, but didn't cover. 74% on the Lions. They got destroyed. 73% on the Packers. They lose. 73% on the Rams. They lose. Seven of the eight games. The public not only didn't cover, they didn't win. 
they didn't even win the fucking game. So we tell people. Weeks like that are where you and I will clean up. When we tell people, sometimes it's one of those deals you can't bet the favorite. It doesn't mean you have to play the dog if you're yeah. if you're just you don't like that team, stay away. But don't march blindly in with everybody else to slaughter. Let me ask you a question. I was thinking about this, and I don't know about Evan. I don't know if Evan's down for this. What if we I expect the Lions to have a bye wildcard weekend. What if we did a live pod in Vegas wildcard weekend? That would mean the one seed. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm just throwing, uh, listen, listen. In the world where they do, sure. I just, I love wildcard weekend. It's been about five years since I've been out there for one. Yeah. Pre-pandemic. I don't know. I just, I want to see you in Vegas. Like, Evan and I have a good vibe in Vegas. We have a good workflow. Okay. Evan's on his gummies. I'm, I'm, we have a nice workflow, but you know what Evan and I can't figure out? You in Vegas. Let's do it. Have you been? Yeah, a couple times. What is it? It's, been, us, it's, been, a, it's been a few years. I think I was in college the last Costa time. Take Vegas. What is that? I mean, what it's, that not like, it's not overly debaucherous. But yeah, I, I mean, no, I didn't hit. say you'd be blowing rails off a toilet seat. I just... <laughs> hey, you play a little I, blackjack, you go to the bar, I mean... So it, you do? Yeah. Now, are you... What is sportsbook, Costa? <laughs> Again, it's been since I was in college. Okay, so you didn't have a, a real budget at that point. No. Okay, that's no no bankroll management when you're yeah, Vegas 20 years poor old. Yeah, is no way to do it. That's just not how it works. <laughs> um, but I was thinking about you can't go to Vegas this fall because of the F1 race. It's a total shit show. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking about at some point in the NFL playoffs, I would love to get back out there to do, we could do the pod. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know. Do you think we could build a company for that? Take it out of their cut. Oh, hold on. We could, I could, I could. Let me make a phone call. You make it indirect payment. That's how it works. No, I can, I can make a phone call. Okay. I could, I just wonder, would you be interested? Yeah. January, wildcard. Because you have college hoops, NBA, NHL, NFL playoff games. The cross-sport parlay possibilities, the CPPP, unbelievable. I had yeah, to you don't have to twist my arm. We were asking about it because I was out there a couple times last year. We had the client trip for the Masters, and then we had the March Madness. So, so what do you do? Like a forty-eight hour, seventy-two hour at most? Usually seventy-two at most. Yeah. I can't, I can't justify anything beyond that. Um, That's what they say, right? Like by the fourth day, you're like the one thing I out. do want to guarantee, though, and I'm going to get with corporate. I, I, I am getting you to Vegas for March Madness with us because I'm doing the base show. We can knock out some pods. Having you there will just be fun. Um, you need to get that hall pass, though. I don't want to cause a divorce. <laughs> so just tell your wife you need to march madness. You're going to disappear for a few days. We're going to make it happen. Okay, cash ticket's going on the road. Okay. We need it. This weekend was fun with you. I think if we bring him to Vegas and we get angry Costa after a bad beat and he's, you know, Jim's a Well, little- I've heard some of the stuff you guys do. You guys will pool in. Oh, yeah. You get like three or four guys together, build a parlay, then you're all riding the, the yeah. train together. Yeah. That's the fun. That's what you want. All right. But yes, public. Also, I don't know if you know what hall pass means because I don't. It just means like the ability to go do what you want to oh, okay. do. Yeah, that's cool. Well, the, the hall pass narrative is like you can go sleep with any one person. Okay. We are not. I, I'd like to say for the record, I am not advocating that. Okay. That is not my business <laughs> if that's how you and your wife roll. That, no, I that's re- not. I did, we don't. did not realize that. They I, made I just, a movie about it. I'm not making this up. Hall pass. You get like one person. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know, clearance from the commander in chief. I, I was okay. just like, you okay. know. I just wanted to, the implication there. I needed to just Listen, address that. Now I'll goof around and we'll, we'll <laughs> slander Aunt Rita. I do not get involved in people's marriages. Perfect. I draw lines. Okay. I don't even, I've met your wife once. It was for 10 seconds. Yeah. I'm making a point. 
How dare you launch that allegation at me? All right. Clear in the air. How uh, dare why, why don't we go game by game NFL first? Because we've been kind of on an NFL. Reverse engineering. Yeah, That's yeah, fine. yeah. Let's go yeah. like that way. The first game we picked last week, we disagreed on. Yeah. You called it a scheduled loss for the Lions. You jumped on the Ravens. They had no trouble covering. I sat there in misery as my Lions got pummeled 28-0 at the half, and it didn't get any better. And I saved you from losing more money. Because? The magic egg roll box never lies. You wanted the live bet, Lions uh, getting 14 I just, and a half. We talk about teams don't get blown out. The Lions certainly haven't been blown out. That felt early on. When that game was sitting the way it was, I went, cookies, this could get real bad. Don't do it. You didn't do it, did you? No, I didn't. Good. I didn't. Good. Now, I thought you were going to say you saved me because we had the friendship over in that game, which hit by the narrowest of margin, a Tucker garbage field goal in the second half. But we don't apologize. By a, a hair on a dog's ass or a mile of a country road, <laughs> winnings are wins. We will take it. Um, no, I, I, and I think it doesn't say a lot about the Lions. It's a scheduled loss. I'm not worried about it. The Ravens? It was the most impressive half of football I've ever seen Lamar Jackson play. Mm -hmm. I mean that. He did it from the pocket. He did it on time. He was accurate. He extended plays with his legs to throw. Mm -hmm. um, I thought Lamar was, was splendid. And if that's what he's going to give them, they can go to a Super Bowl. But that has to continue. The development of Lamar as a true passer. Escape when you need to. Get that first down. Do what you need to do. You know what I like? None of the designed Lamar power nonsense. Play football. Run an offense. Yeah, and he did it. And this Zay Flowers is something. He is a joystick. And there's some hysteria. I know you got a little bit of it yesterday locally. They lost. But I'm not going to entertain the fraud stuff no. for a team that won week one in Kansas City against the Chiefs. Now, if that win wasn't there, I think there'd be a little more right. veracity to that. All I said was you're not going to sweep your road slate. No. You've already gone out to Green Bay, to Kansas City, to Tampa Bay. You were due to lose one, and, and this was the spot. And to your point about it doesn't matter if you lose by one or 20, yeah, one or 40. I think you burn the tape on this yep. one, and you move it forward. It's so anti what they've done the yeah. rest of the year. But no, that was a nice double to start my day, and yeah. I, was, I was confident in it. And The best one, though, is the next one. What? Outright win for a home dog, a triple D. <laughs> you and I Patriots. all the way into New England. Yeah, you have to... You and I, this is what we do. You're going to have to make your mark betting hideous, atrocious. It was funny. I was, I was watching the game with a couple of people on Sunday, and they're like, how the hell are you on the Patriots? They're horrific. And I go, <laughs> I'm on the Patriots because they're horrific. And I had this conversation. I said, look, betting the NFL is not a largely enjoyable experience. You're going to have to bet shit. You're going to have to get in the mud. You're going to have to basically bet the equivalent of Evan's digestive system. You're going to have to be in this constant mental diarrhea of betting teams like the Broncos and the Patriots and the Cardinals and the blech. How about Vikings outright last night? You know, it's stuff like that. I know. Full touchdown know. dogs. They win the game outright. You just hate to see it. Poor Brock Purdy. Two fourth quarter picks. Uh, listen. Neither one was any good. I'm here no for excuses. all the roses. I, I don't think he's any good. Sorry. Privileged, right? Privileged. That's damn yeah. right. Go ahead. Bucks minus two and a half, you and I, that was one of the few public plays. And I'm not going to cry about it, and I'll tell you why. I had no business even being in a position to cover. They allowed Atlanta, without B. John Robinson, who they held out for a headache or something, to get into the red zone six times. Atlanta turned the ball over in three of those trips. 
Tampa's defense and Todd Bowles were awful. Offensively, well, Baker threw a pick in the red zone. Okay. Late, did I have a chance to cover? Down third, down mm-hmm. uh, 13-10? Yep, I did. All they had to do was score a touchdown. They had first and goal from the 10. The play calls were horrific. The bottom line is, didn't deserve to win the game. I didn't have the right side. I didn't have the better team. It was a bad call by me. I really thought Tampa would bounce back. And now I'm kind of at a point where I view Tampa and Atlanta in the same way is I don't know if I can get involved betting either team. The variance offensively for both teams makes them really difficult to bet. I don't feel like we were wrong to make the bet. Clearly, it it was the wrong bet. But Ritter fumbles three times. We told you it was going to be close. I liked the home team. And the other thing I said in the cap was take the kicker props. Young Way Koo kicked three field goals in the game. I mean, you it's not like we had, it's not like we had a bad read on the game. It just didn't work out. No, you, th- this is part of it. You don't get to complain about every loss. I no. made a bad pick. It's the same thing with the Commanders. The two losses were just they were losses. I don't have anything to lament. I didn't have the right side. Your other loss was the Commanders, and they, I I don't know what that was. Best way I can describe it. I don't know how you go to New York and lose fourteen to seven. Like I just don't. That that does not compute to me. The radio call of the Giants' first touchdown. Oh. Pandemonium. We haven't scored in a month. And they're breaking it down by the minute and the second. How long it had been since they scored a touchdown. It had been since Thursday night football against the San Francisco 49ers a month ago. But he's like, it's been 200 minutes, about 34 seconds. I'm like, not that anybody's counting. but Yeah, oh no. It's Giant been a fans minute. are counting. Yeah, yeah. Trust me. My father was counting. And it was not one but two offensive touchdowns. So... What an little offensive bit of privilege. explosion, yeah, guys. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> so that was a whiff, but you're only two whiffs. I had the Steelers plus three, outright win, Tomlin on the road, Tomlin as a dog. Yeah. Then there was the debate, do you do Seattle or Kansas City? I played both. You played Kansas City. Both won. Both won. Felt pretty good about both those games, right? I did. And, and, and look, um, the Seattle one... Lucky. I can't, I can't lie to you. Lucky. That late, yeah, field, late goal, field goal. But you need a little luck. You're going to need to get a little bit lucky. But the Chiefs was no luck at all. Well, here's the other thing. We're, we're kind of making some hay here betting against the Cardinals, and I think I may go right back to it. I'm not sure that the market has adjusted enough to how bad the Cardinals are, specifically in the second half. Look, they went into halftime again, 14-10. Second half, they don't score. Yeah, a couple of fields. Just back. like the week prior, they don't score. Just like the week prior, they don't score. So I kind of wonder if we look to the Ravens this weekend. I know the line's out to eight, but it's just one of those things. You might want to just keep betting against the Cardinals until you get burned. So I think early in the year, the Cardinals were covering spreads, I think 3-0 against the spread. And I think collectively, everybody said, hey, but yeah, you exactly zig when everybody zags. The only team that doesn't stop covering is Michigan. That's because they have that decided schematic advantage. Let's you know what? I need to cheer you up. Was that slanderous? I'm sorry. That's just out of left field. Let's go to college, though. Great pivot. Let's talk Great about college. Great pivot, cards. everybody. Look at this guy. We started with a Big Ten bet. We're monitoring via tablet in the car, Penn Whoa. State plus four and a half. A couple things really did us in. One, the fumble recovery for a touchdown that didn't count. Right. Two, Penn State's insistence on going for it at the middle of the field instead of punting and Seven playing and a, a close game. Minutes to I go, know. 13 to 10. Why are you going for it? Then? I know. Look, this this really boils down to, let's start out, Michigan to me is a touchdown better than both of those teams. Correct. Minimum. Drew Aller, I don't see it. 
You want to say that the receivers dropped a couple of balls deeper than 10 yards. I think he threw three passes over, over 20 in the game. You can, but all that says is they don't have the receivers. Yep. And Drew Aller, if you're going to throw the ball north of 30 times and only three of those balls travel 20 yards, you're not going to win that way in today's game. And their running game, as good as it looks, they don't have explosives. Singleton and Allen are awesome, but you know what they're not doing? 30, 40, 50-yard runs, touchdown. It's nothing. I think their offense is horrific. Ohio State's defense, clearly, it's made incremental improvement, but this is about Penn State. Their offense sucks. Sucks. How many years have we heard about Drew Aller? Sucks. Big arm, mobile, elite talent. I I didn't see that. Hey, as much as I didn't like Sean Clifford, Penn State fans are probably donating a kidney if they could get that kid back for the last five games. Because it is a damn shame. It feels like they have the defense in place to actually win this thing but their offense did them no favors, and now they're behind the eight ball. We hit the Air Force Navy under together early in the day as well. It's free money. That's great. Service Academy unders are like like those, uh, what were those things your grandmother used to give you when you were a kid? Bonds? Yeah, You just get the piece of paper and you hold on to it, and it's going to be worth something. That's, That's Service Academy unders. It's like your 401k. I mean, can you, and now here, did you see the bad beat that took place in that game? No. Remember how I originally wanted to bet Navy? Mm-hmm. All right. So Navy's down 17 0. Mm-hmm. Navy had 40 total yards the whole game. They somehow score an 80 yard touchdown late. So now it's 17 7. Just kidding. They go for two. <sighs> to go down nine? If what? you got 10 and a half as your closing line, you lost. If you got 11 or 11 and a half, you pushed and or won. Holy shit, if I had bet Navy the way I wanted to and got 10 and a half, I would have been livid. fucking livid. How do you not take the extra point there? I want an investigation into Annapolis. You realize, but I didn't bet it. I just had the under. You realize the bit that's been working here is just going under. They can't put the number low enough for some of these Big Ten games or no. these service academy games. No, sometimes you just have to get after it and you got to bet some real nasty stuff. And... Look, you had some backup quarterback action going on in that game. You Mm -hmm. just, you needed to go with it. The NBA playoffs are underway and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip-off. Save up to 60% buy-in last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals, under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt, it stands out. Red fire emoji, cheapest seat, 115 bucks, And that's all-in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used game time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom, you click in, easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use that code CASH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code CASH, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We had Memphis, minus six and a half. It wasn't easy, especially that early. early. A couple minutes before the game, you had UAB make an announcement. Zeno wasn't going to play quarterback. They played three QBs in the first half. Still in it. Memphis couldn't stop them. Mm -hmm. And then you know what happened? I don't know, voodoo or halftime adjustments. Maybe you can tell me what happened, but Memphis just boat raced. Uh, I think you settle in. All right, you're on the road. They threw a curveball at you. You weren't ready for it. Neon jerseys. Come out in the second half. Be the better team. Dominate. Yeah, and I, I felt vindicated because our Memphis pick the week prior, I, I think we kind of got boned. So that was a nice read by you and I, and, and you go with it. I think I've done a better job being willing to lay some points this year. Last year, I was underdog obsessed, and it hurt me. Like, this year, I'm, I'm being more tactical. Like, I know it didn't work out this week. My bad beat of the week is a game you're going to bring up next, but I, I'm more willing to lay points. Well, I want to lump two teams together. The Texas-Oklahoma thing. You were on one side of it with UCF. Yeah. And you were on the other side of it because you took the Longhorns. Yeah, Longhorns was weird. They were up 21 nothing, mm-hmm. And I go, all right, I keyed it. You know, I, I did this right. They're going to destroy this team. Well, two things happened. A, and I don't blame the injury, but, like, by the time Ewers was out, that game was tied. Mm-hmm. But Ewers leaves the game in the third quarter with a shoulder injury. It turns out it's a grade 2 AC joint, which I think is the, is the shoulder he hurt last year against Bama. Um, we'll talk about that in a bit. Terrible performance by Texas. There is no excuse for that. And you know what? I can just be a man about it. I'll do the opposite of what Jim does. I'll just tell you straight up, maybe they aren't who I thought they were. That is a bullshit performance. You come off a losing to Oklahoma, which was a classic. The game was nuts. Bye week. But I didn't think Texas played that well that day. You go to the bye week, and you don't button this thing up and destroy this horseshit Houston team after being up 21-0, and you got to sit there, kick a field goal, get a fourth down stop late? Bullshit. Bullshit performance. So, so I have a question. Texas, Oklahoma, are neither as good as we thought? Yes. Because Oklahoma, or was that game such a like blood sport war that even after going through the bye week, yeah. both teams still weren't well, right? Well, the, the, the UCF cap for me wasn't spite. It was the, the power stat on Malzahn with 10 days to prep and getting John Reese Plumley back. He's their captain. He's this straw that stirs the offensive drink. It wasn't like, oh, I hate Jim Costa. No. That and they should have won the game. But yep. bottom line, you kick field goals, you get beat. But the it just to me, I think I got seduced with the spread in the Texas game. I grabbed it early mm-hmm. and had Texas minus 21 and a half. That thing Still ballooned out to 24. Yeah. Uh it was a bad pick. That's all I could say. And it makes me, I would lean towards neither team's a playoff team. They're both good, yeah, but they're not playoff teams. Because right now, if I take Oklahoma, Oklahoma and I put them on the same field as, let's say, Oregon or Washington, 
I'm taking the Pac-12 reps. I, I would too. Oklahoma versus Michigan. I'm taking Michigan. Oklahoma versus Ohio State. Slight lean to OSU. I would still worry about OSU with McCord, but you get my point. Mm-hmm. I don't. And Texas right now, I have no right to say anything. You're not going to see the cowboy hat. You're not going to see the sunglasses. And in fact, I'm being offered a buyout on this Texas bet through FanDuel. And I'm considering moving some money. Do you want to talk about that now or you want to finish the card? Your show. I'm just here. <laughs> you know, that's not true. No, 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 no. I'm saying. Let's finish the card. That's and, fine. Then, and then there's a deeper conversation for your 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 wheel, your matrix, yes. your Big 12 champion. Real bet. quick. Evan, how you feeling? Pretty good. Haven't seen you run out of here. You're fidgeting a little bit. Do you need to run? No. Okay, you're good? All right. So just recap. You hit UCF. You didn't hit Texas. As we move throughout the day, that same window, midday, I had Tennessee. I had Tennessee with a big halftime lead and eight and a half points in the pocket. And somehow, and I say somehow because I need it explained to me, somehow I lose that bet. This is one I wanted to give you a hug. Because to be up... 20 to seven at the half, to be getting eight and a half points, and to then go out and simply not score a singular solitary point. Mike, they're with a lead and a good run game. This is easy, right? Even if Bama comes back to win 27 20, you cover. 28 20, you cover. Jim, the only thing I could, could put it to is. Somehow they pounded the rock on AM and they couldn't do it to Bama. And the miracle Joe Milton throws in the first half did not reappear in the second half. It's a terrible beat for Can you. Can you believe Alabama's still winning? Like, we don't think they're nearly as good as they've no. been. Yet here they are, one loss, chugging along. Yep. They're going to find themselves in the SEC title game with one loss and a shot to make the playoff, yeah, and aren't I, they? Look, I have them in the matrix against Georgia yeah. to where I'll break totally even on Georgia bets um and again if they go into that game and they're an underdog i can kick back i can bet bama and 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 try to middle this puppy and get it get it out but ter- it's a terrible beat for you i fell awful for you that 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 sucks i feel bad for anybody who played tennessee it's inexplicable another bad bet you could call it a bad beat too oregon that's a terrible beat we had a minus 18 and a half terrible beat they had the lead late dude you're up 38 to 16 late like, we're covering. We're good. We're good. And they gave up a touchdown with 11 seconds to go. Meaningless. It's, it's, well, yeah, but here's the deal. That's the covenant you sign when you're betting favorites. You're going to get beat late. It's, it's, just, it's going to happen. Your, your job is to avoid it happening more than it happening. If you give me the opportunity to make that bet 100 times, I'm taking Oregon 100 times. But I don't deserve the right to get up here and cry when I escaped the backdoor cover with San Francisco over Arizona, mm-hmm. or you escape uh, last week with uh, Arizona dropping a touchdown. Like, right? Mm-hmm. You don't talk about no, those. No, no, that's right. You don't get to do, play the tiny violin on this. I got beat. I wasn't happy about it. I was doing a live show with you. Yeah. May have dropped an F-bomb off the air. The point is, we press on. Yeah. If the bad week is 5-5, five and five, I live with it. And here's we get to some wins in that same window because I had both teams on homecoming wake forest and Missouri and you had wake and it's, it's homecoming. It's decorate the district. It's party. So dear. You can't bet against it. Flip the results. Oregon covers wake loses like they should. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. We got lucky with the wake cover. A touchdown with 11 seconds to go. 
a game where they were down 14-7 for what seemed like seven quarters. Mm -hmm. Then it turned into action palooza. Look, we got what we deserved. One and one over the two. The Mizzou pick by you, I regret I didn't join you. See, but, but it even goes two and two, right? So I lose Tennessee, but I get Missouri. Yeah. So it just You could tell early in the day we are going to be fighting for our life. Yep. We didn't get off to that big start. And generally speaking, if you don't start hot, very difficult to dig out. I don't know if that's gambler's logic. I was happy driving home knowing, you know what? We're at least up. And if USC turns the trick, I'll, I'll do real well. We'll get to the night heavy portion. I had one more in the middle of the day. The game I talked myself into, Toledo in Miami against the Red Hawks. Started on a Miami side. By the end of the cap, I pivoted. Turned myself around. Rockets were the right side. It was stunning. A stunning pivot by James Costa. <laughs> got a couple Mac games coming up this week, too. No. I don't know that you're no, going to play. No, we don't. Them. You do. I don't. Okay, night heavy. I went 0-3. You went 1-2. Uh, and 2. Let's go through them. Yeah, let's, because I've got some choice words for a certain somebody. We both had the under in FSU Duke. Got to the fourth quarter with a shot, and, and then, then FSU it, turned on the afterburners. It exploded. Yeah. It just, it is what it is, man. And again, we don't have a right. There, it was a 38-point total in the first half. Mm -hmm. It's a lot like Chiefs Chargers. Imagine if you had the over in that game. No scoring in the second half. We don't have a right to cry. It was a bad pick. Shit happens. I had Auburn plus six and a half. Great pick by you. I think they lose by half seven. Point. Yeah. Half yeah I mean, point. it's look, it was the right move because in that spot. They were hanging at 14-14 early. Yeah, I can't take Ole Miss in that spot. You're going to. Jim, on a principal level, I love the handicap. It didn't work out. But if you bet that way over the course of 10 games, 20 games, 30 games, I do believe you'll be on the right side of it. I'm not going to make fun of that cap. I got one game I'll make fun of. Uh, yeah, that's the next one I played in the night cap. MSU plus 24 and a half. I ought to hit you with a pie. Is, is the that face. the ornament? Oh, it's going to be the ornament. <laughs> Don't you worry. The idea that I got 24 and a half, they could have given me another 24 and I still wouldn't cover. FanDuel should give you your money back. You bet a 24-point dog will lose by 48. That should trigger, like, an automatic bonus. And I, I'll say it. It wasn't for the pot, but I made no secret of it. I did bet Michigan on Sunday. I laid 23. It got up to 25. I, it, it doesn't count for my record. I'm making a point. I have no emotion in this. It is not about, I can't bet against my team. The fuck I can't. Money's money. My team sucks. So, go ahead. I deserve it. I, I You're fine. believed in... You promised to me a degree close game. That you promised close me. Game. You promised me, Jim. It, it was the Costa lock. Maybe that's where I it went It did wrong. not disappoint. That's no. all I can tell you. Never does. Uh, your nightcap, and including the under that we already touched on, you had the under win Miami Clemson. Mm. And then you had USC at night. Miami Clemson got hairy when that game went to overtime. Correct. So, I got again, this is the thing. Gift basket to uh, Klubnik, right? At the end uh, of the game, sure. going rogue and making his own play. Very bizarre. And for Dabo to throw his quarterback under the bus, very bizarre. Yep. Here's the thing. This is why you don't... I hate when people cry about every loss. Because you never celebrate or never admit you got lucky with your wins. When that game went to overtime, I was on the razor's edge of losing it. So it evened out, and I got what I deserved. We're good. No big deal. No, where I'm upset is something totally different. We have to have a conversation about Lincoln Riley and USC. Let's do it. Because this has less to do with gambling on Saturday night and more to do with how we're approaching the rest of the year. Caleb Williams, do me a favor and just leave because it's clear you don't want to be there. 
Caleb eating gummy worms on the sideline, leaning over like he's had too much pizza, no emotion, no support for teammates, plays like shit. Newsflash, you got outplayed by a pig farmer. Full stop. Utah's quarterback is a pig farmer who worked at Lowe's to pay his tuition to start the year, and he had a better game than Caleb Williams. I don't know. Listen, you and I have had this conversation, and we can just tell the people right now, straight up, we looked at each other going, am I really supposed to lose 16 NFL football games this season for the right to take this kid? Because I don't get it. Especially when it feels like this crop of quarterbacks, like if you don't get Caleb, are you happy with Penix? Are you I'm happy, happy with, with May? May? Are you I'm happy, happy with, with Penix? I'm, I'm not there yet on JJ, but I think he'll end up in the conversation. I could be happy with Riley Leonard. The point I'm making to you is Lincoln Riley is failing as the head coach of USC based on two things. Your job is to get your kids to buy in and play. USC looks like a team that is not interested. The quarterback looks like he is already foot out the door. Two, your defense is terminal. It is a, the issues on your defense are terminal. They are dysfunctional. They are not, how? How? Forget about the, the ridiculous targeting call on Bear Alexander late. Ridiculous. The guy was so emotional, too. It sucked. Dude, the, these guys give, uh, the players who give it their all have a right to be emotional. Mm-hmm. That kid, that's a ridiculous penalty. But you've got a, what was it, third and 20, and you're giving up a 26-yard scramble QB to was, a guy from the Lowe's tile aisle. He's like, dead to rights. What the fuck are you doing? And again, I had USC minus six and a half, and I had USC in a teaser to Just to win. Day. Yeah, all they had to do was win. They're laying a half point. It's one of the rare times I teased a favorite, and I got what I deserved. Never tease a favorite. I got exactly what I deserved. I dined on the gambling bullet. But I, I, I'll just be straight with you. I'm not impressed with Lincoln Riley. You're two years in at USC. It's the same shit. Your, your QB doesn't play in any form of system. He plays looser than Kyler, looser than Baker, looser than Jalen, looser than any of these Oklahoma transfer guys. He's not playing good football. Defensively, Alex Grinch is failing you. You kept him around. This defense is an absolute atrocity. I gotta be honest, two years in, I'm wholly unimpressed. If I'm a USC donor, I'm unimpressed. He knew Grinch wasn't good a year ago. And Grinch will be the fall guy, and Lincoln's gonna get another run at this next year. But the season's over now. With two losses, the season's over. And I don't think we can bet on USC. And took me right where I wanted to go. I've got their next four games right in front of me. And this may sound ridiculous. How many do they win and do they win another game? Let's hear it. They will start with a road game against a two weeks to prepare Cal squad. Now they should win that game, Mike, but 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 I'm not getting involved. I would need a lot of points with Cal. And I think it's double digits right now, which is interesting. That might be the one they win because after that, they go and play Washington. I would take UW. Then they go to Oregon. I would take Oregon. And then they get the rivalry clash with UCLA. Physical would, team. Would need to see the number, and I need to see how Dante Moore's playing, but noted. I, I is get, there a possibility they go two and two, one yeah, and three? 100% there is. And, and, and I, I will circle Cal again. Too. It's a look-ahead spot against a physical team. Mike, there's a shot that they they just quit, and the season ends with them losing three Caleb's or four Caleb's body games. language scares me. I got to be honest. There's a chance to see opt out. There are no rules in any of this anymore. He's not loyal to USC. He's loyal to himself. Well, they can You've play- already got his camp leaking out. He wants partial ownership of an NFL team. And by the way, 
Do you want the line of the week? And I'd love to bet it right now, live what? on the pod. How do I not take UCLA laying 17 to Colorado? Colorado's giving up nearly 500 yards a game. You got a struggling freshman QB in Dante Moore, but moreover, UCLA with a ground and pound, physical offense, a legit defense. How do I not lay the 17 there? I was looking at it. It's on the sheet. It's Saturday night, ABC. I'm making that a play. But I'm not laying north 17. What is it right now? 17. Okay. By the time this comes out, I hope the people get 17. Yeah. Carry on. Didn't mean to sidetrack you. You're good. By the way, that... you want the rat line of the week? A yeah. game that is massive for my Oregon State over eight and a half futures? Yeah, I was looking at that. What is this number? Oregon State laying three and a half at Arizona? What? Jed Fish has been pesky, but that number outright terrifies me. Mm-hmm. Now, Another late night game. could I bet against Oregon State knowing I've got several units in over eight and a half? Could I take the three and a half? Yes. But we're getting to a point where what's the value in this number again? Yeah. Like, wow, was I surprised at that. Sorry, didn't mean to side. No, the Pac-12 has got some good games coming this week. They, oh, I'll tell you. Oh, boy, there's another. Because the big one is Oregon-Utah, and I've already given you a little Cal lean. I'll give you another game I like a lot. What? Kentucky getting four and a half from Tennessee. I, Do you want to go to currently Why don't we just slated. go to Lexington for the game? <laughs> Keeneland is still running. We can go to the track in the afternoon. We'll leave by the eighth race, get over to Kroger Field, and do the business for the night game. Man. Get some Chinese food on the way home. Really uh, I don't. I don't need any Chinese. Food. You imagine? I'm good. All right. I'm good. Woo. That wraps up the card that we played. Let's get to future business and your futures Texas bets. Go. Because for people who didn't listen preseason, you you got into these conference exactas. I love it. And guys, he nerded out in the best way. But you took Texas to win the Big Twelve, and you could do who they would beat to achieve that. Right. And you so had I Oklahoma. And yeah. So what I'm being offered by FanDuel is the ability to get 90% of my money back. And with the Ewers injury you're contemplating, how do I handle mm -hmm. this? Now, not in the Matrix ones. Those will be lost causes if Texas doesn't make the Big 12 title game. As long as they make the Big 12 title game, I will have an ability to hedge down, still make money, and get out of this okay. But you're but, so, so just to break it down for people, there are two bets at stake here. There's... Yeah. The Matrix, the Exactas, yeah. that is locked in, no cash yeah, out. Yeah, I'm you, leaving those. You have the solo Texas to win the Big 12 bet, yep. and they're offering you a full cash out today, About equal 90%. value. Okay, close to nine, close to 100%. And I wouldn't be upset because it's several units. Okay, so then the question is, you have option one. Ride it out with Quinn Ewers injured, survive this bumpy road, four or five weeks, get to the conference title game. Give me the schedule. Uh, I have it right here. They play BYU this week. That game is in Austin. They're like 17-point favorites. Should win. You could delay and wait another week where they will host, I think, their biggest threat the rest of the way, Kansas State. That new quarterback K-State's got is a problem. Like, I understand Kleiman's being loyal and they're splitting between Howard and this kid. This new kid, boy, does he run the rock. Mike, option two would be wait, go week to week, you can't do it every week, but you could money line hedge and take Kansas State in two weeks. It would okay. eat into the Texas winnings. Yep. But yep. it would get if they lose, right. you get paid out to do Here's it. Here's what we gotta do. Disaster will strike if they lose to BYU. Yeah. You're screwed. If they lose to BYU, yeah. Sark, so you could cash it, out before the run. If they lose to BYU, Sark's on the hot seat. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. He's on the hot seat in my world. Yeah. So I wait 
beat BYU by one or 100, and then we get to the Kansas State game, Texas will be favored. Correct. We take K-State with the points. If K-State loses but covers, we double and uh, keep it yeah, rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they beat Texas, I can get bread off the table. Yes. Okay. That's one option. The rest of the schedule, Texas goes to TCU, Iowa State, and then they host Texas Tech. That's the last of the schedule. Yeah, I would have to do something before then. I'm trying to look for this BYU game to see if there's early action on it. So Hold on one second. The other thing, while you look that up. Yeah, no problem. Because you can ride it out. Yep. You can strategically do what you said, try to middle, or you cash out. Yeah. You say, hey, this is too treacherous of a road. That's five games. All it takes is one lousy day. Some road tests on the way. If you cash out, the question then becomes, what Where do you, do you invest it? in? And a couple things. We've been talking Michigan. To win the national title is plus 250. But I think there's a, a albeit not as, as much of a payout, but a better bet to make. Okay. Wolverines to go undefeated in the regular season is plus 155. So that means you think they're beating Ohio State and Penn State. You don't have to worry about what they do in the playoff against teams that they may not have scouted, Mike. Well, what you, you can get do. plus 150 for Michigan to go 12-0. and 0. All right, so let me do the math on this. If I took four and a half units, plus 150, so call it seven on the payout. So you got seven units at risk. You could then take right now the live line, you could take a unit and go Penn State plus six and a half and Ohio State plus six and a half in the future lines. Mm -hmm. You could play it that way. And you're kind of double dipping. Yeah. No, it's not terrible. So what, not. what are you going to do? You don't have to decide today. There's part of me that says survive BYU. Yeah. See if the payout is a better offer albeit 90%, maybe they'll probably never give me 100%. Although they are offering me more on my Florida State to win it all deal. Um, they are offering me more than I put in on that. But I, it's it's the value, if FSU did the unthinkable. Yeah, I'll probably wait on Texas a week. Michigan's on bye, and we can recalibrate next week. Especially with and the And if Kansas the Mormons State beat game. me, my head explodes. No. I mean, that's really just what happens. I don't think we've picked a BYU game this year. And I don't think I will. They're hideous. They're odious. Yeah, and that game is in Austin, so I think you wait a week. Uh, and also, wow, BYU, 92% of the tickets and 98% of the money. I like where you're at. I like Texas. Mm -hmm. With Malik Murphy, Especially is that his name? Win. Yes, the, the, he's like 6'5", mobile guy. Everybody forgets about him because it's yours, and then everybody's looking ahead to Arch Manning. You may have to stop me. You can't bet Texas. You have too much exposure. You can't. Eight percent. It'd be a terrible tickets, idea. Two you know, percent of money, Mike. I like you. At that point, I might be rooting for the Mormons because you you're being reckless. If the the number right opened to twenty and a half, and it's, it's down, down to 17. seventeen and a half. If it gets to flat seventeen, I'm just saying you're tempting fate. I know. In a way that you shouldn't be. Doing. I know. I know. All right, carry on. Here come the Mormons. Yes. All right. Uh, that's I think all we have until we get to food. Did I miss anything else football wise? Football-wise? Yeah. No. Before we do food? Okay. Let's get to Tailgate Tuesday, then. You promised desserts and uh, a life-changing creation that the people need to know about. Oh, I can't wait to tell you about it. And shame on me. I could have brought some of it in. Maybe I'll do that for our little uh, conversation on Thursday for the college picks. Maybe I'm going to bring you some dessert. Okay. 
I love the fact you're eating nothing but Chinese food for four straight days. And then the guy's gonna come in here and go, here's no, the dessert you cart. No, but you look completely depleted. You look like you haven't eaten in 10 days. Well, the opposite should be true, right? All the sodium, I, I should know. look all puffed up. I, I, yeah, exactly. You should look Maybe like you Maybe my body's like re-regulated. It's just <laughs> used to the salt intake. <laughs> I can't believe you're still eating Chinese food. All right. I'm not, it's not every meal, but it's it's more than I've had. Like you said, you haven't had Chinese food in like six months. At least. I have not had this much Chinese food in years. Well, it might back be years to back again. to back meals. What we wanted to do was for viewing parties, and especially look if your team's having a good season, the games get more important in November. The sweet treats, mm-hmm. the tailgate power rank of sweet treats, and I'm going to finish with a life changing dessert that was made for me this weekend. Life changing. So when we talk desserts, yeah. In a tailgate setting, I think you have to keep it simple. But at a house party or a viewing party, you can get a little more creative. Bam. So what do you have? Well, I want to start out with a drinkable dessert. Pie shots. So what you can do is they make whipped cream vodka. I'm okay? interested. I'm not going to say the brand. If they want to sponsor, they're welcome. Even better, we'll put the bottle on the table. But then they also make, and you can go two ways with this. They make cherry liqueurs. Pumpkin spice liqueurs, apple pie liqueurs. I see what you're doing. You're doing a half and half mix, shake it up, pour it, shots, apple pie. You can do cherry pie, pumpkin pie, whatever it is. You can do an apple pie shot, which is going to then you go into a different space. Then you can use the um, the the app the, the cinnamon vodka or cinnamon li- liquor. I'm not going to give them a plug. Liqueur with the apple pie with the the whipped cream vodka. So pie shots can work. Nice so, sweet treat so after your meal at tailgate. I didn't know where you were going with this, and I'm very happy with the presentation because I was a little concerned this was going to be like um like a cement mixer, like the, oh, conge- like, oh, like I don't, the texture, That's I don't disgusting. need that. I, the flavor profile you're describing, perfect. I was a little concerned we are going to get some chunks in there. Yeah, no, no Some concern. pie shots. No, okay. No concern. I like where we're at. Your next item on here yes. is a cookie, but not just any cookie. We're in the fall. You wrote pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. Correct. My wife used to make them for tailgate, and it's a weird combo. But people get very pumpkin obsessed. Mm-hmm. And it's, you take, it's chocolate chip cookies, but you're taking pumpkin pie filling and making it a part of your base chocolate chip cookie batter. And then you're using, you know, massive chocolate chips in there. It's, it sounds strange, but it's an absolutely delightful combination. Ch- pumpkin chocolate pie, chocolate chip cookies. They're tremendous. They're puffier. The pie filling makes the cookie puffier, spongier, moister. So if you like crunchy cookies, this is not for you. These are like love pillows. They're tremendous. Do you like a softer cookie? I do. Okay. I do. What do you think of the thing I put in here and the cookie vein but not sticking to the cookie? Yeah. The brookie. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that the is. The brownie cookie combo. What is that? You've never, Evan, you Evan just is moaned. not it, yes. <laughs> Evan, you just moaned, which means you either like brookies or you just shit down your leg. It's kind of the best of both worlds. <laughs> you have brookies at home? Are, what are these? It's brownie cookies. Here, I'll pull up. Uh, How do you do a brownie cookie when they're separate items? Um, what am I missing? Brownie is like the base, and then cookie goes on top. Yeah, here I'll show you. Are you serious? So you're getting two desserts in one. Yes. So this is. Oh, sorry, I'm all plugged in here. That's a brookie. Oh wow. 
Okay, that's a one and done. Yeah, you only have one of these. Yeah, that's a one and done. Um, or Wilford Brimley's dropping off diabetes supplies to your house. That is a one and done. I, would I feel be, like it's a more, it's a newer thing, but yeah. I think it's become kind of the compromise to people who, because I think at a normal tailgate, like outdoors in the fall, at the, yeah. you got to keep your, like handheld is your friend. Cookie, brownie, put them together, brookie. I, I, I'm, I, I support that message. Along the same line, Rice Krispie bars, you a fan? Love. Yep, especially like, you can do a little chocolate drizzle in there. Don't like, love. Okay. Love, 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 love. I mean, they are, I don't know why. I won't allow them to be in my home because they, <laughs> I, they are just timeless. You can put a little peanut butter in there if you like. I mean, they're just, Rice Krispie Treats are unbelievable. Okay. Uh, other items. You put Buckeyes on the list? They're actually really good. I know like you're not peanut supposed butter? To, yeah, I know you're not supposed to like that up here because they're, <laughs> you know, an evil school, but like, yeah, Buckeyes are really good. They're really good. But do you want the life changer? Uh, anything else we're missing dessert-wise? And if we are, let us know. Cash a ticket podcast at gmail.com. Tailgate desserts, fall desserts. What this, is the life changer? This is for at-home use only because I think bringing this to a tailgate would be a waste. But my wife, for my birthday, made a Biscov cheesecake. Do you know what Biscov is? Do you know when you're on the airplane and they give you the cookie? Oh, yeah, 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 like the Biscov cookie. It is bar none the greatest dessert she has ever baked, and she is an incredible baker. Jim, the crust is made of Biscovs. You have a Biscov-infused cheesecake base. Okay, so it's not just a crumble. No, the top is then Biscov cookie butter as a ganache Mm. with Biscov cookie crumble on the top. You had me at ganache. It is, you can have the smallest piece of it and walk away so incredibly satisfied. It is silky, smooth texture, and it's not like overwhelming, like, like what I imagine a brookie to be. It is just, maybe it's the fact that it's not chocolate, maybe it's the fact that it's different, the Biscov cheesecake. Single greatest dessert I've ever had in my life. It's unbelievable. 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 How much of it have you already had? I had my one piece on Sunday. And you have to help, you have to contain yourself. I gave, I made sure to give our guests half of the leftovers. Yeah, get it out of the house. I left for my wife and I, there are two pieces left, and that will last several evenings of like literally after bit. dinner, I'm like the hamburglar. I can take one forkful. And then I evacuate. I get the fuck out. I'm just telling you. Guys, it's like a palate cleanser. You finish your meal and yeah, then you get like one really good bite. That's it. Or I'll give you the other thing. If, if you really need a good palate cleanser after a dinner and you don't want to have dessert and go crazy, mm-hmm. have one singular chocolate-covered espresso bean. Really? Perfect. Perfect. That's it. That's the cheat code into like thinking you're enjoying your life when you're really miserable trying to eat healthy. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Do you guys want me to attempt to bring a piece of the Biscoff? You should, and I'll get with Evan if he doesn't have any more by the end of the week. We got to get Brookies in here. Dude, those sound really good. Mm -hmm. Can't lie to you. Now, here's what we're going to do. Programming note. Little bit of a weird deal because Jim's schedule is weird. Uh, We're going to give you the college episode tomorrow. It's going to give you the NFL Thursday. I will come back on Friday with additional picks. Why? Because the markets materialize a little bit later in the week, and we don't like making picks early. 
I'm going to get in there because Jim will be on the air Friday, and we will add picks. So you're going to get a bonus episode. So translation, we're going to work more. Um, but you're going to get an episode every every day this week. So rate, review, subscribe, keep killing it. Anything anything left? No. Yeah. Wednesday college this I week. I want to shout out Evan. No issues during the pod. Proud of you, buddy. Thank you. You going to make it today? Yeah. Okay. I believe in you. That didn't sound confident. <laughs> All right. That's Cash the Ticket. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.